Welcome to the Employee Onboarding Podcast, the only place to learn from the world's leading people operators on how to craft a magical onboarding experience. This podcast is brought to you by Process Street, the AI-powered platform that revolutionizes how HR teams design, manage, and automate their most vital processes, craft memorable employee experiences, cultivate company culture, and significantly reduce turnover with Process Street. Sign up for a free account at www.process.st. Join thousands of iconic people teams in companies like Salesforce, MIT, and Accenture that trust Process Street for all their people processes. In this episode of the Employee Onboarding Podcast, Erin Rice, the People and Operations Coordinator at Process Street, speaks to Jenna Ward, a school leader at the flagship Leaf Springs School. They discuss everything onboarding, including personalization, intentionality, and the little things that make all the difference in the onboarding process. Welcome to Process Street's Employee Onboarding Podcast, where we're unpacking great onboarding ideas and best practices from the world's top HR practitioners and thought leaders. At Process Street, that starts with our mission to make recurring work fun, fast, and faultless for teams everywhere. My name is Erin Rice, and I'm the People and Operations Coordinator here at Process Street. Today, I'm joined by Jenna Ward. Jenna is a graduate from American University. She has been working with Leaf Spring Schools for the past 12 years at three different locations. Leaf Spring Schools is an early childhood education franchise system with 15 locations throughout the U.S. From 2013 to 2018, she worked in China as the chief program officer, overseeing the training and hiring of staff, daily operations of the schools, and growth of franchises throughout the country. In 2016, she received her executive certificate in global management from the Thunderbird Executive Education Program, and today she is the director of Leaf Spring Schools' flagship location in Richmond, Virginia. Welcome, Jenna. Thank you so much. So, Jenna, when you aren't running the show at Leaf Spring Schools, what are you doing? I am really big into travel. Um, I love to kind of go around and see new places. I've got a trip planned for Scotland next month. Um, And I really love reading. I'm in a book club that I'm really passionate about. That's awesome. Great. So on to employee onboarding. So having worked at so many different locations and in so many different places, what would you say are the top three ingredients every great onboarding process should have? I think one of the things that we really always want to take into account is that it cannot be rushed and it cannot be sped through. I think um, we've had a few staff come to us from other locations and say, oh, you know, I just kind of had a day of onboarding. And we're really big into making sure that people feel truly comfortable, especially since we're working with children and and so that we're sending in folks into the classroom that, that really feel comfortable in their positions. I think another really important ingredient is that In addition to teaching the skills that we want people to have, we're also helping them to build those relationships with their coworkers and and have kind of a basic understanding of how they can go out and find the resources they may need and who they should be directing any kind of questions to. Um, And a third one, I'd say, is making sure that the onboarding is mixed, that there's all different kinds of training. There's all different kinds of learners. So we try to make sure that we have some that is in person, some parts that are digital, um, some things they're reading, some things they're writing, uh, and so that they really get a chance to experience the training in all different formats. Great. So you're trying to capture all the different kinds of people. Absolutely. So tell me about onboarding when you started with Leaf Spring Schools. 
Yeah. So I think that when I first started working with Leaf Spring Schools, um, it was back in 2011. And so things have definitely changed over the years. Um, back then, I think it was a lot of the same information that was happening, a lot of making sure that I'm comfortable with the policies and procedures and the all of the basic day-to-day schedules and things like that. Um, I know now we've added in a lot more technology as that and the abilities of technology has increased over time. Um, So we have different ways to include that as well. Um, And I think that back then it was just a little bit more, not quite as in-depth as it is now. I think we've really found the benefit of having kind of a lengthy onboarding process where there's lots of support for the new staff member. And what would you say is the sort of sweet spot of time that it takes to onboard a new teacher? I think we definitely try to make sure they have at least three to four full days of training and time to take in the information. And then most importantly, we have those follow-up touch points to make sure that if any information was missed or just it's a lot of information to take in off the bat. So we have those 10-day check-ins with the new staff member, and then we also partner them up with a mentor that they're meeting with every week or two after their initial onboarding. And that really helps to make sure that they're reviewing everything that was covered and so that there's not things that they feel were missed along the way. Great. And so does that mentor become sort of like their buddy, if you will? Yeah, the mentor kind of becomes the person that they can go to. Um, The great thing about our administrative team is that we all came from the classroom and we all have experiences within the classroom, but there always can be potentially a little bit of a barrier between the administrative team and the teachers. So the mentor is a fellow teacher that also has the experience in the background to be able to talk someone through a challenging situation, to walk them through and guide them through something that they need help and assistance in. So um, it can be another team member that's a part of the team that the staff member can reach out to. Um, But then there's also situations every couple of weeks where the mentor is pulling that staff member out of the classroom just to touch base, but also to say, here are some things that you learned in onboarding. Let's go over them and see if you have any questions now that you're a few weeks in. I bet it's a lot easier for them to ask questions of that person rather than maybe go to you directly in the beginning. Yeah, I can definitely understand that. I know when I first started as well, I definitely um, felt a little bit nervous about approaching an administrator with with questions, um, especially if it's something that I felt was a silly question at the time. From my point of view now, I can see that there are no silly questions and I'm happy to field any and all any and all concerns someone has, but I think it's great to give them that additional touch point person that they can like have those bonds with. Very interesting. That's awesome. So from being a teacher, and then I'm sure you've had other titles between also being a chief program officer and a, a school director, how has the onboarding changed over time? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things I've seen is that onboarding now is really an all hands on deck process. As the person is going through our onboarding process, there is a chance for them to meet and spend time with pretty much 
all different people throughout the school. So they do their kitchen training and they get to spend time with the cook and, and learn a little bit about the kitchen. They do their training with our nurse and learn a little bit about allergies and, and how they can best report and communicate with the nurse. They do a training with our curriculum specialist, with our assistant director, with our administrative assistant. So instead of just having kind of one person deliver all of the training, I think we've really found a way to split it up um, so that one, it's not as big of a project for any one person to take on all of the training of new staff, but also it really helps the new hire to get to know a lot of different people within the school, which can be really beneficial long term. And building those relationships, you know, in the very beginning. Absolutely. It definitely makes people feel a little more comfortable going in once they've had face time with everybody. It sounds like it might also give each of those individual people sort of a leadership opportunity to share what they're best at. I wouldn't be very good about teaching kitchen training. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely would not either. We, we leave that up to our chef, um, and that is a fantastic part of it. But then that new hire also has someone to go to, and they know who to reach out to if they have any questions about the food or the menu or anything like that. Great. It's time for a quick intermission to appreciate our sponsor, Process Street. Want to build beautiful, engaging, and efficient employee onboarding processes? Looking to streamline your HR processes into wonderful AI-powered workflows? Look no further than Process Street. Just like Cargill, Colliers, and Hartford Healthcare, you too can trust Process Street with your key people processes. Visit www.process.st today. So you mentioned earlier something about digitalizing or digitizing some of your uh, training. How has that evolved over time? Yeah, so we use a company called Learning Zen um, right now, and that is who some of our online trainings are through. So although we really do think it is critically important to have that FaceTime with staff, we do have some pre-made trainings that are created and used for the teachers in that way. Um, and that's also helpful because it's something that they can go back and reference and watch again if they have any further questions. So that Learning Zen does like videos and things like that? Yeah, so they're created um, by our corporate office through Learning Zen and it's videos and um, they have quizzes put in and things like that so that we can do touch points and check for comprehension as well. That's really neat. So you're also making sure that they know what they're actually learning. <laughs> Absolutely. Are there other tools that your team uses to make sure that the onboarding is done efficiently and effectively? I think we also have a good old fashioned binder that we make sure goes to every staff member that has a whole bunch of resources that they need. Um, I think at the end of the day, as, as much information is given during an onboarding process, it's so important to have written record of those things because people are going to have further questions and, and want to know where to look. So they have physical copies of, of pretty much everything that we went through so that they can um, go back through and, and look up anything that they want to revisit or follow up on anything that they had further questions about. Um, so I think it's a mix of the digital and the on paper as well as the FaceTime with other staff. And how do you make the process efficient for individuals? Is there any level of like personalization to this? Yeah, I think we definitely want to make sure um, it is dependent upon the specific person's position. Obviously, if they are training for something like an administrative role or a specific role within the building, there's different kinds of training that are presented and they spend more or less time with 
other fellow coworkers in the building. Um, it's also really important that we make sure to make each individual person feel welcome and to feel like they're a part of the team. So we really try to get to know them and get to know what works best for them and adapt what works best for them. If they are someone that needs a little bit more time experiencing what it is we're talking about and a little more time in the classroom to ask those questions in order to feel comfortable, then we'll address our training to make sure that happens. Great. And I would imagine from onboarding teachers in the United States and onboarding teachers in China is probably different. Would you say it's different and how does how is it different? Yeah, absolutely. When we were doing the onboarding in China, we really had to come up with a whole new system of onboarding and we had to make sure that everything was bilingual. Um, so that was step one. We were hiring American lead teachers and Chinese teacher assistants. Um, so we needed it in both language but we also really had to include a very important cultural component. After the first year or so, we realized that when we are working with a company that has both American and Chinese ties, we have to make sure that we are recognizing the big difference that exists between those two cultures. So we would incorporate it into our onboarding process, training about how American people in general view things in a business setting versus how Chinese people view things in a business setting and make sure that everyone is coming at it from uh, a good point of view. We also spent a lot more time training on things that people that grew up here in America might already have a bit of background on, like positive discipline and play-based learning. So there's a lot more time kind of explaining the why behind those things. I never really thought about those philosophies being, you know, American, but that makes so much sense. Absolutely. Yeah, that was definitely, I, I think you quickly learn um, in any training process that you need to be ready to answer the questions your customers have. And one of the big questions our customers had over in China was, how, how, what do you mean they're learning? They're sitting there playing with a box of blocks. How, how does that mean learning? So we needed to make sure that, that it wasn't just our administrators that understood the purpose behind it, but that everyone had buy-in into why, in general, it, we have a different way of learning in America. If you could wave your magic wand and change anything about an onboarding process, what would you change about it? It's a good question. Um, I would love to make it so that it could more easily be adapted to every individual person. I think it is challenging to when you're bringing in someone new. Um, you know, you can ask the questions that you want to ask and try to get to know them a little bit, but it's not usually until afterwards that you've spent enough time with them to know how they learn best and, and what works best for them. Um, so I would love the ability to maybe have a little more time ahead of time before starting the onboarding process to get to know everybody so that we could adapt training to better fit a way that they will more fully comprehend and, and absorb all the information. I think everybody would want to do that. <laughs> so my last question, Jenna, is what is the most creative thing a company can do to create that wow moment for a new hire to sort of give them that feeling that they made the right choice? Yeah, I think a really huge thing is always making that personal connection. I think I've seen from watching um, my predecessors do training that they're always looking to share a little bit about themselves and get to know a little bit about the new staff member and then also make sure that the new staff member knows that we care about them. One of the things that we do is 
early on in the training process, we have everyone fill out a getting to know you form that has a little bit of background about them and and a little bit um, of information about their favorite things. We put that on our website so that when holidays come around or Teacher Appreciation Week, families can access that if they're interested in, in getting a little gift for their teacher. But also at the end of each onboarding process, we go out and get the staff member a few things from their favorite things list, whether it's their favorite candy bar and their favorite soda, um, maybe their favorite bagel, something like that. And then we always make sure we're giving it to them in a gift bag that's their favorite color, um, along with some shirts for the school. And so I think it really is about the little things that make a big difference. The little things of of letting someone know that you heard them, that you listened to them, and that you're excited that this person is a part of your team and you're happy to welcome them. And it sounds like you pay attention to all those details to make it a very intentional process. Yeah, I think you really have to. I think we've had people join our team from all different backgrounds. We've had um, teachers come on recently, a few that have English as a second language. And and it's really important to to take the time to not just learn a little bit about them, but a little bit about their culture and how they best learn things, um, making sure all the information is being communicated correctly. Um, so I think we're always kind of striving to make sure that we are presenting ourselves in the best po- possible way for all all new staff coming in. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jenna, for taking the time to meet with me and share your wealth of experience on employee onboarding. I wish you all the best. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Employee Onboarding Podcast, bringing you insights and best practices from employee onboarding experts, helping you create an amazing onboarding experience. Please like and subscribe to keep updated on new episodes. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on your listening platform of choice. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Employee Onboarding Podcast brought to you by Process Street. If this discussion ignited a spark to revolutionize your HR processes, why not give Process Street a shot? It's a no-code platform trusted by thousands of teams around the world, large and small, including powerhouses like Salesforce. Visit www.process.st to sign up for a free trial and embark on a journey to efficient, powerful workflows.